and talking about things we haven't talked about yet. We haven't discussed it, but we'll get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right. Hey, everybody. We've got Chris Blackaby here. And um, Chris, just want to uh, you know find out a little bit about your background and what's going on. We shared a little bit last time you were on the show. But... Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you've been, and what's going on right now in your life, because I know you're doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. So I moved to America. I did seven years on the road, pretty much. About five of those seven years I was actively moving around the nations. And I finally thought, I'm going to move to the USA. I'm going to get myself an apartment. I'm going to go to a local church, because <laughs> when you're traveling, you don't have one. Right. I'm going right. to have a pastor. <laughs> I thought that's amazing. <laughs> And I arrived here on January the 17th, and then God asked me in a dream if I'd keep traveling for him, keep moving. I said yes, mm -hmm. not knowing what that would entail. And uh, on the 1st of March, I packed all my belongings again into the same suitcase the last seven years, and uh, into a, a Camaro. <laughs> I took off, I started driving, and I've been driving since the 1st of March. I've done about maybe 15,000 miles at least. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So not, not including flights, cars, 15,000. Not including flights. So does that include, uh, I mean, have you actually driven back and forth from coast to coast? Have you? Yeah, I've, I've drove from <laughs> L.A. to Orlando, Orlando to above Detroit, above Detroit to Seattle. And now I'm driving from Seattle back to um, Washington, D.C. again. So I've gone wow. uh, across-wise three times by in another week. So, coast to coast three times. So you said you're going to Washington, D.C.? Ah, uh, yeah. Now, are you, I guess you're not going there for what is it that's going on right now, the return? No, uh, I'm not. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> That'll yeah. be over. I'll be there election weekend. The weekend of the election, I'll be there. Yeah. That's going to be a very interesting time. Yeah. Do you feel like you have an assignment there? I feel, well, it's the, your audience <laughs> is an accepting audience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So... There are things which are a grace, like before the foundation of the world, you decided to bring something to earth, mm -hmm. and then you get born into some Australian body that, you know, <laughs> maybe likes himself or doesn't like themselves and all these things. And forensically, look at the evidence in your life, and you can see that God treats you very differently than how you see yourself. Yeah. And God's got me there that weekend. Uh, it wasn't my doing, uh, and because what is assigned to me and what happens in the atmosphere when I'm present, uh, uh, just by my being there, uh, because of who I was before the foundation, no, yeah, no yeah. Uh, good uh, discipline on my, my behalf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just have to see the evidence and accept the fact that my presence does shift things. And so God's got me in just outside in Virginia uh, for that weekend for a reason, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know, and and I do like where you're going with that. So, I mean, you're asking about the audience and how they would, they, <laughs> yeah. they would they would love to learn more and understand more of what you're saying um, about you know what how you were created before the, before the foundations and coming here and your impact in the earth. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to say a little bit more. Oh about yeah, that. absolutely. Right. It's, it's actually it's foundational. There's a few foundational understandings for me of scripture which are completely missing mm -hmm. in uh, mm -hmm. church life. 
And because those foundations aren't there, we can't build on them. So you can never walk in the fullness of the statue of Christ in your lifetime because you don't know what you're yeah, created to yeah, be. Yeah. So before the foundation of the world, you knew God, mm -hmm. which means you had an intimate relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. So you're one, but you're separate. Mm -hmm. And like marriage is the <clears throat> metaphor for that. We're returning to that, but in a greater measure. Yeah. And I believe you decided, you, you received a mandate to come to earth okay. to reveal yeah. a certain aspect of the manifold glory and wisdom of our Father. Yep. And to release it into this earth and you inherit a set yeah. of DNA and then you're overcoming that DNA's certain issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And everyone's got a certain set of DNA you, in, you inherited. Um, in your overcoming, you release that, which is the same as the Israelites taking the land, the giants. Yeah. Because giants is bad DNA. So you're overtaking bad DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And rewriting another sound. And as you do that, uh, you release the, the certain aspect of God you're called to do on the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's not Christianity. <clears throat> right. Okay? You can be right. a great Christian, but never fulfill what you're called to be. Mm -hmm. And normally what you're called to be is the desire of your heart. Yeah. And Christianity would probably not let you pursue the desire of your heart. But you must release your true sound. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you ever heard of a book called The Soul's Rem Remembrance? No, I haven't. Okay, so that's an interesting book. And I'm trying to remember the author... Um, Maybe it'll come to me, but uh, it was actually written back in 1992. Right. So, you know, way before this movement has, you know, really took, you know, uh, where the rubber met the road and we, we really took off with this whole movement. Mm. Um, and it's all about how this, this one man had asked that his uh, gift would be that he would remember what it was like before mm. and how he chose. And it's very detailed about how he chose to come here. And he even chose the challenges that he would face while he was here. So yes. it takes away the whole victim mentality. It's controversial. I, it is. <laughs> I, I believe that. Um, that's my belief. Mm -hmm. not, I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't lose a friendship over it. Right, right. But I certainly believe that uh, I chose to inherit the results of generationals, generations of uh, that's now part of this DNA set mm -hmm. and its challenges. And But all the grace and resources for me to do that is yeah. there, which is the same as Israelites saying, I cannot or I can take that land. Right. Yep. Yeah. So this DNA, which I've inherited, can move into the fullness of stature of Christ in its lifetime, mm -hmm. which is to be mm -hmm. transfigured. Right. The risen right. Christ, the yeah. same yeah. resurrection life he has. Yeah. Yeah. That's very spiritual. That uh, sounds like the Bible. And so, <laughs> uh, and uh, Romans 6. And so I can do it. Yeah. And a yeah. shutdown. If, if, if I met a girl from Kazakhstan and she became a Christian, mm -hmm. and I said, so you can clearly see in the spirit. She goes, yeah. I said, but you could clearly see in the spirit before you got saved. She's like, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. their ancestors never said you can't. Where our ancestors, right. through um, uh, our lineage of Christianity, Come on. Yeah. from Augustine right through to yeah. yours and mine, whatever yeah. yours were, your Calvinistic background, I can tell by your facial structure, <laughs> and uh, whatever mine were, they all said, the only angel you can listen to here is the devil or Gabriel. And our ancestors went, oh, okay, yes. And click, 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 that record goes in, shuts yeah. us down. And what, uh, what, what we see is spiritual maturity. It's not, but it took me 30 years to be able to see in the spirit and see these things and do these things. Mm -hmm. Yet some person in Kazakhstan gets saved, goes, ah. Oh, steps right yeah, in. Yeah, steps right in. And they can see it all because their ancestors never said you couldn't. Yeah. Our ancestors said we could. And so it's very hard for us sometimes. We get saved, we come into this movement, and there are some people who just naturally see everything, perceive everything. But if you compare, it's going to steal your joy 
what you're called to overcome, which you can. Mm-hmm. And and you can. That's the same Israelites as Joshua saying, we can take that land. Yeah. And it has been given to us. Mm-hmm. It's my rest to open up this DNA. As I look at my life experience, I think that my ancestors, they must have cursed God like to his face. Like, this DNA that I inherited, <laughs> it did not like God. It uh, didn't believe in anything spiritual. It uh, didn't doesn't believe in anything subjective. Uh, if I'm trained as an accountant, uh, if life was Southern Baptist uh, seminary uh, and that was Christianity, well, I would be their king. Like, yeah, I'd race yeah. race to the top of the ranks. I've an <laughs> argument for everything, understanding for everything, an explanation for everything, but no relationship, no intimacy. Yeah. No subtlety, no mystery, and certainly no engaging relationally with the cloud or heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, it's like there's a zillion different tracks we could go off onto right yeah, now, just time. because I I I love the the whole aspect of us understanding. Well, number one, just understanding who we are, and yeah. and you know, for my for me, my perspective has been that. Um, you know, the Bible says that God is love, God is light, God is fire, God is... Um, spirit. Spirit, mm-hmm. yes. And the, then the Bible says that we are spirit and that we are light, but it doesn't say that we are love and it doesn't say that we are fire. Mm-hmm. So when it says that we are created a little lower, a little less than, part of what that means to me is that part of the reason we're here is to learn to love, learn to love well. Mm-hmm. And and then I think, you know, in some ways we, we do become that fire. And I kind yeah. of wonder mm. that when you were saying that's why you're going to D.C. <laughs> is you're carrying a certain level of fire that is meant to affect that area. Yeah. So two things. To, well, that's What you brought up is actually a very important concept. That, uh, and there's no mistake you did. But first of all, so you're called to release something on the earth. Mm-hmm. And let's mm-hmm. just paint this as a metaphor. In heaven, there's a storehouse. And on mm-hmm. that's written gill. <clears throat> yeah. Or you're... Real name. And I've, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's another interesting thing. You know, that the whole idea of my name, you know, a lot of people get new names. Yeah. Gil in Hebrew is joy. Oh, really? I so... Well, joy is a technology from the tribe of Jasher. So I, and I can tell you story after story in the heavens of engaging as king of joy, a king of joy, not yeah. the king, but a yeah. king of joy. Yeah. And so it's like my parents somehow got gave me the right name in the first place. Wow. Um, <laughs> it is interesting. Not, is it Jasher? Yeah, one of the tribes is connected to joy, and they bring a dimension. But anyway, that's yeah. going. Let's go another yeah. direction. So um, <laughs> let's stay on track. So there's a storehouse with Gil written on it, mm-hmm. and everything in that storehouse is already yours. You agree to it, but only sits on Gil, being his true self, his true sound. Right. It doesn't sit on a good Christian. Doesn't right. sit on the right. American. Doesn't sit on the male. It yeah. doesn't sit on the pastor. It doesn't sit on the mystic. It doesn't sit on anything. It sits on Gil, being mm-hmm. who is who he said he'd be before the foundation of the world. Yeah. And that probably is the desire of your heart. And if you ask most Christians, today, God said, right now, choose the desire of your heart, I'm backing it. They wouldn't even know what to do because they haven't right. given themselves permission to dream or think about it. Well, some people would know. Yeah. They go, actually, I've always wanted to do this, but so poorly formed because they haven't let it marinate and imagine mm-hmm. and a structure come out because God's not that good to them. Mm. which is mm. the lie, lie. Yeah. yeah but absolutely get, getting back to that fire kind of stay on that mm-hmm. fire okay so in salvation your spirit set right and your light yeah. done but fire uh, so spirit and light but fire and love is maturity mm. yes which is crossing the jordan into mm-hmm. the promised mm-hmm. land 
which is going through the curtain or going through the flame back into Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The same frequency of the flame. Mm -hmm. All those things are the baptism of fire. And you can choose it willingly mm -hmm. <laughs> now, <laughs> or it might happen quicker later, which I, I, I prefer to choose it willingly. Right, right. But you're choosing to become love. Yeah. And that is the most important thing for the church in America right now, mm -hmm. because um, a certain frequency set of, a, of another father, which is the devil, yeah. is now uh, really leveraging for control yeah. of America. And if the church is attached to that, which it is, unfortunately, mm -hmm. they'll go with it. And a very quick summary of that is, um, if you don't understand that Jesus died before the foundation of the world, that is life before the foundation of the world for Nancy Pelosi. And he yes, loves her completely. Absolutely. And he just wants her salvation. And Antifa just lost kids. Yeah. And he lays life down for them. And yeah. Black Lives Matters and all the things, if your heart's not lay its life down, mm -hmm. your heart will be have the judgment, which is what the blood of Abel cries out for. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and you'll get caught in that same frequency set, and you'll go with them. Maybe you become you have to die to that desire for justice, mm -hmm. which is inaccurate on one plane, but it's not heaven's point of view that they want everyone to be saved, and right. all those people doesn't matter what they've done. Right. It doesn't right. matter what they've done, and yeah. all the people you think they're going to be exposed, and you know um, it's all going to come out what they've been involved in. Okay, well the blood of Christ paid for it all. Right. And we need if if Epstein was here. Mm -hmm. And he's the love of the Father. Yes. That's what he needs. Well, and, and so when you say this, uh, and I don't know where you you would stand with this, but, you, we, you know, we've been having ecclesia meetings online with people all around the world, and we've been engaging, you know, with uh, the elections. We've been engaging, you know, and, but we go to the Father to see what he's doing. We don't yes. just assume to, that we know yes. best. We That's know very, he very knows wise. best. Yes. So, um, and, and I just have been totally amazed, and, and I love what people saw in one of our uh, ascensions just recently, mm. where um, people were seeing Ruth, you know, the, mm -hmm. the Supreme Court justice that just passed away, yes. and seeing her in her light and in her glory, realizing the wrong that she had done, and also realizing who she was supposed to have been, mm. And wow. that she was ready to pass her mantle on to the next person to accomplish what she was meant to do, which, you know, if she had been serving father, yeah. you know, so wow. it just is interesting to see, you know, it's that redemption process. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm, I don't get hung up on the timetables and everything else. I mean, you know, we, we could be seeing this in, in heaven and it's maybe a thousand years from now that she's realizing this or whatever, who knows. But I believe that that's real. Because I do believe in the redemption of all people and mm. that that father wants that person to be brought back and that I just don't believe there's anyone that can resist his love. And that once on the other side of the veil, without the deception, without the deceiving uh, lies that, uh, you know, having all that removed, that that person gets to see father without the without the veil and that that love would just immediately been, begin to permeate every fiber of their being, and it would change them. That, mm. That's my personal opinion. I, obviously, I, I can't prove that. I, I, I can't. <laughs> Voluntarily, I can't speak to that. I don't, I'm on that side of the veil, yeah. and so I'm going to have to let that sit with you yeah, on yeah, that one. Yeah. And but I know what my role is in the body, mm -hmm. and that's to be like my Father in heaven, yeah. who sends rain on the good and evil, yes. the just and unjust. If you do these things, you'll be a true son of his Father. Yeah. That's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, hey, let's take a break and uh, we'll come back right after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. 
Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back with Chris, and Chris, I am I'm enjoying the conversation. And you know what I what I also love about what's going on is, um, you know, you and I don't know each other that well, but we're getting to know each other yeah. a little bit now. Um, and that uh, one of the things brought up is that we're here to learn to love, and you were pointing out how critical that is for the United States. For me, you know, I feel like it's critical not just for the United States, but for the entire world because I oh, believe mm-hmm. we have shifted into a, a a next age, a new age, whatever. And and I've I've done some teachings on that, just the the actual shifting that has taken place in the physical mm. that that we're feeling in our spirit, and we're like, what what's going on? And yet here's this shift that's going on, and part of that shift is us, I, I believe Father is opening up the door for us to begin to understand how to love ourselves well as He loves us, because that's learning our true identity in understanding how He loves us, and that we step into that and say, I love myself the way He created me and what I'm created for. And you begin to step into that, and you have none of the self-condemnation and self-judgment. And that, to me, is what will set people free all around the earth. Mm. Those rioters, you know, like you said, they don't know who they are. Mm. If they knew who they are, if they knew who they were, they wouldn't be out there destroying other people's things and destroying other people. Mm. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. I mean, and that comes from loving ourselves. And and the church again has taught us that we're supposed to love ourselves, but then again. There's this underlying thing that I'm a worm, you know, I'm not worthy. Yeah. And, and so I, I just, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about understanding your identity and how to love yourself, because I, I do believe that's a key for everyone, that when we step into that, it changes everything for us. Certainly. Yeah. So everything reproduces after its own kind. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a voice of rushing waters. That is your frequency set that you are, your cellular memory, which is your heart. Okay, so if I say to you, Gil, I've all got mumps. Okay, I say, Gil, I'm giving you measles. Okay, you don't get measles, you get mumps. Okay, <laughs> you get what they are. Yeah. yeah, and so we want to be true sons of the Father, and this you can't become that. Doesn't matter how good a Christian you are, how much you fast, how much you study, you can only realize that God loves you for you separate from all your fruit yeah separate from your behavior absolutely and even this is hard to understand separate from your morality mm-hmm. and your ability to hear and obey him okay absolutely and yeah. when you realize that god is good to you and loves you separate from your ability to hear or obey or maintain that obedience <laughs> that you're loved then that's what you give away yeah yeah but if i think anything that i do uh attains to his love for me even as it's subtle, and it is subtle, because we, we do it to ourselves, and I can we give do. examples in my own life, mm-hmm. Yep, uh, that that's what I give to you. And so if I'm preaching to a thousand people, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm reproducing myself, because yeah. your word is your seed, yeah. okay? Yeah. And so you're fathering, male or female speaking, you're fathering, you're siring yourself, sire, mm-hmm. you're siring yourself, 
your word goes out, your seed goes out. Yeah. Lodges in people. And the quality of that seed is is what you are. Now, the amazing thing is God uses very hurt, broken people mm-hmm. to bring his perfection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which but, is an offense <laughs> in and of itself for some people. Yeah. Well, look, here we are having this, yeah. having this conversation. Here's yeah, two, yeah. two people right now. But uh, to being loved, to receive love, yeah. uh, is the most important thing because you only give away what you've got. And that's so, you know, what I give, I, what I have, I give to you, said Peter. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. And to receive love is to call God good. And yeah. to not receive love, and this is hard to understand. But it's right on. It's a judgment on the Father's nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to use that same metaphor again, it's a pattern that all goes through, goes through Scripture. Did God really say? Right. Yeah? right. And if God didn't really say, if he's not going to do it for you, mm-hmm. you must reach with your own hand to take it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and of course, going across into the promised land, because God said they could, mm-hmm. and they said it's too big for us. They're, we're grasshoppers in their, in their size. We're small. And God didn't say, oh, you think you're small. God took it personally. I said you could. Yeah. And so what you're actually saying now, it doesn't matter how you frame it, mm-hmm. is a declaration of who I am. Yeah. So to be believed is God's love language. Yeah. His word and his spirit. That's interesting. I like yeah, that. Yeah. And so if he says his love, so the whole idea, okay, has become like the father. And who is the father? The beloved son. This is my son. This is my beloved son mm-hmm. in whom I'm well pleased. And he hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. And the next thing, mm-hmm. the devil tempts him. He says, are you the son of God? He drops a word. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say, are you the beloved son? If you are the son. A position? Yeah. Maintain it. Do something. Reach with your own hand and do it. And Jesus replied with a word, which what Adam should have done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As he replied mm-hmm. with a word, he stays at rest. He's loved. If you're loved, there's nothing you can do. So how do you, what's the beloved? Beloved means you're the object of someone's affections. Yep. So you are beloved. Yeah. And whose are affections are you the object of? The Yahweh, the Lord Most High, yeah. who is your father. Yep. So how do you know you're beloved? How can you possibly know you're beloved in that way? Well, you have to sit and do nothing. <laughs> That's the only way. Because anything else you do is a trade into a system. So you must yeah. just sit and let God be good to you on mm-hmm. his character mm-hmm. alone. And then you can reproduce that later. So you're like your father in heaven. So I've done several shows this last week. And, and each one of them I shared some of my short fallings, my short you know, uh, comings this last week. Because yeah. <laughs> I got so tied up you know, with all this studio stuff. I got so tied up in all the doing mm-hmm. that I really lost the rest. Mm. And, that, and I know, I know that rest is absolutely key in staying connected in intimacy with the Father. Yes. And so it, it really... Um, you know, it blindsided me, you know, and I think that's that's the only way that the, the devil or the darkness can really get to those of us who have been walking with the Father for a long time. The only way he can really get to us is with a subtle blindside. Because, you know, if he comes on in a, in a front, number one, we, we know who we are, and we can just, nah, nah, yeah. just say no. And th- that's all there is to it. But when he subtly creeps in and he gets us to agree with these little subtle things of, um, you know, if I don't do this, you know, this isn't going to get done. And if I don't do this, then, you know, it becomes that measuring up thing. And um, and that's what I had done, you know, for about a week. I was slowly letting that creep in. Yeah, yeah. And um, Wednesday, I finally realized, and I'm like, oh, man, Father, what are you doing? And he says, nothing. <laughs> that's exactly what I got. He yeah. said, nothing. Yeah. And then, but I still erred because I turned around and I'm, 
convinced him to let me at least go shopping for some of the stuff I knew I needed. Yeah. Idol in the heart. And mm -hmm. Father will give you the idol in your heart. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if you out to you according to the idol of your heart. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. yeah. And that's exactly what he did. So I'm 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 shopping, looking for stuff, and I cannot find half the stuff I need. And I have asked people I'm up and down the aisles and but I at least finally realized, okay, I don't need to do this. I can just step into a place of rest and, and I shoved the cart aside and I said, I'm just gonna let it go. Put the cart aside, was walking out, and father goes, Well there's that stuff you need and and there's the other stuff you need. And wow. I'm like, Holy cow, I was looking and looking and looking, couldn't find it. And now once I went into that place of rest, he just says, There it is, there it is. Go ahead. Perfect. So I, I, I love the way the Father works, but that key is the rest. It really is important. So I, I love that. And I love that Father, you know, I don't know you that well. And, you know, I've listened to some of your stuff, but, you know, that you would speak of rest. So many other people I know of speak of rest, mm. that that is the key. If you do one thing, learn to rest well. Certainly. Mm. And you can only rest if you know you're loved. Yeah. If you're not loved, then God wouldn't do that for you. Yeah. And if God's not doing it for you, you'll need to do it yourself. Yep. So receiving the fact that you are loved. Yeah. yeah. And you have to um, sacrifice and submit every conclusion and evidence you have in your life to show you're not loved. And there are some real legitimate things that happen in people's lives. They mm -hmm. can bring a folder this thick and present it before the courts of heaven and mm -hmm. say, here's the evidence. Mm -hmm. I'm clearly not perfect or beautiful in your sight. And this evidence, which is a real thing, <laughs> it's a real, and some of it's very painful, you hand it in, say, I forego my right, my demand over these things. I'm going to choose that the word is true against yeah. all my interpretations, my soul, mm -hmm. which is to engage in effort and makes a judgment according to knowledge of good and evil. i put that aside and just say, okay, I'm going to let you love me. Yeah. <laughs> and no flesh. You know, the high priest wasn't allowed to sweat. Because no human effort. That's, you know, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's no effort in heaven. That and that that is so absolutely. You bring true. heaven to earth. Yeah. There can't be effort from mm -hmm. the promise. Work eighteen hours. It doesn't matter. Adam and Eve worked. Mm -hmm. What they do? They governed the natural produce of Eden. They had the job. Yeah. But Eden produced. Right. Right. Governing natural growth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's us, because they had to go back to. Um, working, Adam, mm -hmm. by the sweat of his brow, against thorns and thistles, he produced. Yeah. So, second Adam, last Adam, thorns and thistles, into the brow, mm -hmm. blood, mm -hmm. that's over. And if you so choose, and it's your comment on who you think God is, you never have to work for provision again. And this is a big concept. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and I, it's going to take some extrapolation. I know I'll probably start now a conversation or a commentary. But from the provision in that God will look after you, you can work 20 hours, you can work 100 hours, you can work whatever, you know, in governing the kingdom coming. Yeah. But in that fruit of the kingdom coming, you are in your life, you then become the provision yeah. like your father. So your father's Jehovah Jireh, okay? Mm -hmm. You're going to be like your dad, you're Kill Jireh. And you're now going to become the provision. Mm -hmm. So the church is hunkering down right now bracing themselves for this onslaught of demonic activity in America and uh, locking food away and getting guns and which is a it's wise at one level okay but is the risen Christ doing that on the earth exactly no, he wants to be the provision for these people not yeah. 
their food supply is a fading glory. Right. But if you're fed of heaven, and you can yeah. be fed of heaven, mm -hmm. yeah, then you become the supply for all these lost, hurt people. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And, and you know, my wife and I have always uh, been ones to just say, you know, if Father leads us to do that, mm -hmm. then okay, we'll do that. But if he's not leading us to go stock up and, and whatever, then we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, Stocking up is wise, may I say. Yeah. Um, it's not fearful. You just don't want to be shopping when fearful people are shopping. Right. Exactly. Yeah? Exactly. And you, you right yeah. now it's gonna take you an hour, but come November it might take you five hours. Exactly. Yeah. And so I've even told my wife, and and again anybody listening that you so know they prep. need to. Moses prepped. Yeah. Because it was called, called winter. Joseph was. Told the whole nation to prep. Okay, yeah. prepping is fine. Uh huh. It's uh -huh. just who's your source and where's your rest. Exactly. And if you prepping exactly to hunker down and protect yourself, or you know, are you still going to be God's my supply? Yes. And you're going to be provision for other people in that time. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's that's so key. You know, just that we whatever you do, do what the Father's doing. Mm. And I I feel very comfortable right now, stocking up on a few things because yeah. I I feel that is you know what he is. You know, leading us to do it's like yeah. writing on the wall yeah. is like it doesn't matter which way yeah. this election goes there's a fair amount of put quite a potential for some craziness to break loose and I, we're praying against it uh, yeah yeah but, i know i know it and it's good to pray against it and to minimize these things yeah. um but there's some things that must come to pass exactly and uh the yep. wheat and the tares must grow up together mm -hmm. and come to their mm -hmm. full fruition before they're taken out and this is hard for people to understand uh, but if the risen Christ was on earth, he wouldn't be that concerned. And guess what? Yeah. That's who you are. You're the yeah. risen Christ. Yeah. Well, and, and just with that whole thing of the, to me, I believe that the harvest is ripe. I believe it is very, it's ripening because what we're seeing are the two sides, the tares and the wheat yeah. are coming out very strong You'll right be now. given an opportunity <laughs> to make a clear decision. Yeah. And it will be uh, attached to who is your source. Mm -hmm. That's your father. And yeah. your source in the world. You have to give up more and more of who you are and your sovereign right as a human being to follow the food yeah. and the source and the protection. Or you have to choose God is your protection and the Father will protect you. And we'll come to a place like this, like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. he, our Lord is God Most High and He'll save us. If He doesn't, He's still Lord Most High. Exactly. And But that's, the, that's a rest. Yes. That's a complete that's rest. A and I'm going to listen to the Word. The Word will provide. The Word's invisible relies on his character because we can't see it and taste and touch it we'll reach for something but that right. something we reach for is not either will take us down to death and so they're, yeah. they're going to i don't i mean i this i watch every i'm a i've got a finance background i can see exactly what they're doing what the fed's actually doing today oh. and oh. what this thing up for and uh, that's a whole nother conference that's a whole nother <laughs> conference but the point is there's one one fight one punch there's one answer yeah believe god in his word and that he will provide for you. Yeah. And I'm telling you, manna from heaven, I'm telling you, close the cupboard, open the cupboards. I'm telling you that our people won't need to eat. Our people trucks will arrive and deliver food. What truck? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Who, will, who will answer you according to your faith? Mm -hmm. And some people, with their faith is like, we're starving, we need food. God will bring them food. Mm -hmm. Other people are like, I can live off communion for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And God will, like, according to your faith, he'll be good. Yep. According to your confession, yeah. he's going to look after his children. But we'll need to choose him as our source. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll go to an idol, and that idol will take you the way of its father, which is Satan, which is death. Yeah. yeah. 
So we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, end this section, but I, I love what we've been talking about. So uh, in part two, definitely would like to go down that road a little bit more on the provision side, because I think people need to hear some practical steps. Definitely. Okay, of, good. Yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. And um, if you're watching and you'd like to see this whole thing in its entirety, you can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and uh, click on the partnership button and go to the partnership there. And it's the behind the scenes one. So uh, look for that. And we will catch you next time. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.